So much so he had a meeting before he died and told his sons that when when you leave, when you when you go up from here, dig up my bones and take them and bury them into the promised land. He didn't say if you go. He said when you leave, when God manifests the answer, the promise of Abraham that he gave Abraham when he manifests and gives you the open door to leave Egypt take my bones with you and when you get to where you're going <clears throat> the promised land bury me there oh my god that's faith see you you got to see it afar off you got you and because you see it you embrace it right because that's what the scripture says Hebrews 11 and 13 he says they died in the faith, having received the promises. Having not received the promises, but they seen them afar off. And they were persuaded of them. And they embraced them. They saw them. They were persuaded. They embraced them. They, they saw it afar off. They, they, they walked by faith and not by sight. Excuse me. They saw it afar off. And they believed it. Because God made the promise. See you when, when the faith walk or the faith life, the faith walk and the faith lifestyle hinges on God's ability to perform everything that he has said to you. Everything his word lays out and you follow what the word says. All the promises that are written in this book that if you would apply these to your life and you would govern your life by it, if you would live them out practically, if you would if your life would exemplify the scriptural the scriptural evidence. You hear me? Your life is the evidence of the scripture that you've read. You, you follow the steps. You are doing it. If your life is a life of faith, you can bank on that whatever God has promised you, it's going to be done because you've done all the prerequisites that lead up to that. And the only prerequisite that lead up to receiving what God has promised is faith. It's the faith. It's the faith lifestyle. Not faith talking. No, the faith lifestyle. Talking and living it. Daily. Actions. Keeping your tongue in check. Keeping negative comments out of your mouth. Keeping doubt from out of your conversation. Stop living in doubt. Stop living in fear. You, you got to hold yourself accountable. You got to hold yourself in check. I thank God me and my wife has the type of relationship that if I see her wavering, I'm going to challenge her and pull her in. No, I'm not going to beat her down. No, I'm going to encourage her. I'm going to admonish her. I'm going to remind her how faithful God has been, how God has been. You have to see it. I am reminded again. I am reminded again. I am reminded again of how this past weekend we had a celebration for Ada's birthday. And many times, Trina and I, in all of our life, when we first got married, it was tough. It, we, I mean, negative stuff going on, people saying stuff, children were acting um, disorderly, and, 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 and we, we, we took it upon ourselves 
to say, you know something, in all of our conversations, it wasn't working. You know, you have the meetings, you sit them down, you encourage them, and people, you you have to ignore them, and you, you, you know, oh, whatever, they say, it don't even matter. You got all that going on. Amen. But Trina and I, you say, you know something, uh, we know something that works. And we begin to pray and talk to God about the things that were going on. And we begin to pray for um, the people, um, the individuals, and the situation. And we begin to just declare what we believed according to the scripture God had desired in our life, our family, our marriage. And I tell you the truth, this is just one thing that took place, but it's been many things recently that I was telling, I've been telling a lot of people, Trina and I are living in the manifestations of prayers that we prayed years ago. We are receiving answers. God is like, you remember when you prayed for this? Look at this right here. Remember you prayed for that? Look at this. I mean, it's like it's like almost monthly. I mean, it's like it's rolling around. God is like reminding us, you prayed for this. Remember this? You prayed for that. Remember this? I'm like, well, God, when I prayed it back then, some five years ago, some six years, but my eyes were fixed on the afar off answer. My eyes were set. That if I ask my father that it was his will, according to 1 John 5, that if it was his will and I prayed according to his will and I believe that he heard me and he said if he hear me, he's going to answer me, that when I had my eyes fixed on the answer, that it was, I saw it. Although I wasn't experiencing it at the time we prayed, I saw that God was doing it. How did you do it, brother, when some days it was tough? It was. But we just say, Lord, I thank you that you are orchestrating their lives. I thank you that you are silencing the gainsayers. I thank you, Father God, that you got my rear guard. I thank you that you got my back. I thank you that, God, that the enemy may come with all kind of weapons, but God, guess what? <clears throat> they can't harm me. You say the tongue that lifts up a, that that lifts itself up to condemn me, you're gonna condemn it. I begin to speak the word back to God and remind that this is what your word said. I say, now Father, they're in your hands. God, you do it. And I celebrate God. I thank you for, for breakthrough. I thank you for how you're gonna do it. I thank you for what you're doing. I thank you. And the other day we were sitting here in our home. Amen. The kids, all of my wife's kids was here except two, amen. One was working and the other one could was at a conference. <clears throat> amen. And and as we began to sit around, they began to sing a song called uh, a testimony, a, a living testimony. And as they sung the song, I'm, I, I see my wife and I see her kids, one playing a keyboard, and they grown. This 27-year-old kid, and they were like 10, 11, 12, 13 when, when we got married. But as they were singing, I stood in the kitchen looking at this thing beholding, manifested in my eyes. And I, the Lord said, Willie, look. And I'm looking at them all singing. You can check it out on our Facebook page. And as they were singing, this is a testimony. That I am here today is a testimony. And as they were saying that, I said, Lord, they don't realize that they're singing. They're singing a song to testify that they're here today. It's a testimony. Why? Because of the things that were said. The things that were said back years ago when we were praying for God to move. Here they are all together singing the song that I am here. 
the peace of God, the anointing of God in the house, and I'm standing back there, and the Lord says, Willie, look. I said, okay. He said, this is another answer that you all prayed for years ago, that the children will be in this home all together, and here they are singing songs of a testimony that they are here. Here is another answer to your prayers. I said, and I just stood there smiling with the biggest smile, just laughing, laughing, laughing. I'm talking the faith walk. You gotta believe beyond what you see and what you're experiencing. You got to see it afar off. You got to see the answer even as you're praying. When you get up from praying, you got to see yourself victorious. You got to see yourself unhooked on drugs. You got to see yourself unhooked on other things that, that got you bound up. You got to see yourself coming out of trouble. You got to see yourself rising above your situation. You got to see yourself beyond the waiting period and in the reaping period. You got to see yourself. That's faith. That's believing what God says. That if you say what he say and you do what he say, you will, you will see what he say and receive what he said. It has nothing based upon you other than you believing that if you say what he said and if you believe what he said, you're going to see what he says. That's a life of faith. That's the faith walk. These who died in faith, having not received the promises, but they saw them, Hebrews 11, 13, afar off, and they were persuaded, what? They were persuaded that God is truth. That if he said it, it's going to happen. It's not a, well, brother, what you got? It ain't no de debate on is God truthful or not. No, 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 no. It's what he said. That's persuaded. Come here, Sarah. Let's go have fun. It's what he said. Come on, Isaac. Let's go up to the mountain. I'm getting ready to kill you, but God is going to raise you back up. It was the confidence Abraham put, put, possessed that if, if Isaac was the manifestation of the promise of a son, that if God instructed him to kill his son, that God was going to then raise him back up again. Why? Because God said the lineage of the heritage of the multiple seeds of the stars and the sand was going to come through Isaac. And if Isaac would have died on that mountain and God didn't raise him up, then God's word would have been in vain. It would have returned void. It would not have accomplished what he said to Abraham some hundreds of years ago. But God saw that Abraham really was going to kill his son because he told him to. And God stopped him as he had his hand up in the air, getting ready to kill him and slay him on the altar. And God said, don't do it now. I believe that you believe in who I am. Look over there, stuck in the bushes. There's a, there's a, there's, a, there, there's an animal. There's an ox. Go over there and kill that ox and sacrifice him. And they did the sacrifice, and him and Isaac came trotting down on the mountain. What? 
with a life exemplar. We're still talking about it. Why? The report that they displayed was it was was the proof that it is possible to live the faith life. It is possible to live a life dictated by the faith walk. They were persuaded and they embraced the promises. Faith makes it possible to lay hold of blessings that are far off, that you don't see. It, it can make them present, it can make them present your promises, your answers, enabling you to enjoy them right now even though you don't have them tangibly in your hand. Faith enables you to celebrate now the answer as if you already have it. That's faith. That's faith. What am I saying? I'm saying, my brother and my sister, that if you say you are a believer, your life must be dictated by the faith walk. A lifestyle of faith. It is nothing that the world calls faith. It is nothing like carnal-minded Christians call faith. No, it is what the scripture says. James says, faith that produce works. Faith that produce corresponding actions lived out so that you can receive the rewards of one who diligently seeks the Lord because you believe that he is. Ah, Hebrews 11 and 6. Listen, I pray tonight that what we've shared here in part 6 of our series, The Faith Walk, Hebrews 11 and 13 was our key, key scripture that you've got to believe beyond what you see, what you tangibly can see, touch. James, hit, hit, Romans 8 and 24 say hope, hope that is seen. Here, let me read it for you. See, you got to believe beyond what you, what you're saying. Romans 8. Romans 8, 24 and 25. For we are saved by hope. Listen, but hope that is seen is not hope. Right? You get that? For what a man seeth, why doeth he yet hope? If you see it in your eyes, you don't need faith. Oh, I see it. I have faith that I got $100. You got it in your hand. That ain't faith. That's just confirming that you have $100 in your hand. Faith is, I don't have it, but I believe that, that God is going to provide for it, and you're planning to spend it already. If you got to pay a bill, the bill, the bill, you can see yourself walking to the cashier to pay your bill with that $100. Because you believe by faith that you have the $100. Why? Because you ask God, believing that you received it, when you asked him, and he said, you'll have it. I'm not talking name and claim it. I'm talking about believing in what God says and doing what God says and then you'll see what God says. That's the faith wall. Let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you giving you honor and praise for this day. We thank you for the victory that comes through your only your son. Knowing him, trusting him, leaning on him and living a life that were, that corresponds with
that faith and trust. Father, I pray for my brothers and my sisters tonight that as they are believing you for great things, whatever level of things, little things, big things, huge things, impossible things, that you would, would shift their eyes off the natural thing and raise their vision up into faith vision. Cause their focus to be on what you've said, the promise. Cause their focus to be upon the God who is able to do what they're asking you to do. Sometimes it's challenging, God, to live this life. But when we shake ourselves and realize who are we talking to? Who are we leaning on? Who are we trusting in? Whose ability is it? It's your ability, Father. So it is in those moments that we're weak. We're looking at our own ability. We're looking at our own efficiencies. But help us to, 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 to lift our trust in our own abilities and trust in you who is able. Abraham said it. You're able to perform what your word says you will do. So help our unbelief when we're shaking in our boots that we be strengthened, increase our intake and hunger for the word because the word is that that creates faith in us. So help us to stay connected to your word so that our faith can remain strong. Lord Jesus told Peter that when you have repented, when you have come to yourself, strengthen the brethren. So, Father, I pray that you will strengthen my sister. Strengthen her, God, that she's been waiting, she's been looking, the, the expectation is there. And sometimes it seems impossible when cycles seem like a, an endless cycle of no answer is taking place. But, God, at that moment, God, where that, that negative spirit comes, let there be a reminder in her spirit, in their spirit, a check in their spirit that God is faithful and he's going to do what he said he's going to do. God, speak it to them right now. Heal that person, God, that has been struggling with sickness in their body. I'm asking you to touch them by your power. Let them know that you've heard them, God. Send the answer. Send the breakthrough. Send whatever it is they're needing, God. If it's that husband who needs an increase, that wife, single mother who needs an answer, an increase, Father, do it if it's peace in their home. God, manifest peace. God, you can do it overnight. You can do it in a matter of a second, peace. So I'm asking you to show them, not that you have to prove anything, but show them that you hear them. Give them a trickle, a, a, a glimpse of the manifestation of what they've been asking you for. Let them experience it, God. Even this night. And I thank you for it. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Amen.